Today, I'm gonna to teach you how to find your first or next agency client in just 10 short days. I'm gonna teach you how to build solid foundations within your business, how to identify what the ideal client actually looks like, and of course, how to generate enough leads in order for you to go out there and secure your first paying client. Now, regardless of when you watch this video, you will be able to apply what you learned today, although this video actually symbolizes the first in a brand new series I'm releasing called The First Client challenge. Now, this is where I'm publicly challenging all of you guys to go out there and not just take the theory from what you have learned online, but actually put in the work and start your agency with the ultimate goal of you signing your first or next paying client in just 10 short days. Now, over the next few weeks, I'm releasing five videos that will teach you everything you need to know in order for you to go out there and start signing up paying clients. This is without a doubt the most valuable series I have ever put out online for free. And by the time some of you are watching this, all of these videos will have already been released. And if that is you, you need to go out there and implement ASAP. Just because you missed out on the challenge does not mean you've missed out on the opportunity to implement and actually launch an agency because that is the purpose of this series. Not for you to just watch these videos, absorb the information and watch other people succeed from the sidelines. For you to be the person that takes action and actually launch an agency. So the first video we're putting out today is how to find clients. I'm going to be running through agency foundations. So how to establish a niche and your ICP, which is your ideal customer profile. So the kind of client to go for. And then of course, how to generate a list of leads that you're going to use and sell to, to sign up your first or next client. We're going to then dive into how to get meetings. So we're going to go through agency or outreach foundation, sorry. So outreach is the act of actually reaching out to potential clients and then securing a meeting with them and then selling your service. We're gonna dive into the actual scripts that you can use to achieve that through DMs, which are direct messages, cold calls, and emails. I'm gonna be using a specific example from a dummy agency that I've created for the purpose of this series. I'm then gonna dive into how to hit KPIs and specific key performance indicators to look out for. I don't want you guys just to sign up one client. Some of you guys are gonna sign up multiple clients in the next 10 days. And the people that sign up the most clients, those are the people that are gonna be hitting the largest daily outreach numbers. The amount of effort you put in is directly correlated with the output that you get, with the amount of clients that you're gonna sign up. Now, am I saying that all of you guys are gonna sign up clients? Absolutely not. This is a challenge and it is meant to be so. But if you put in the work, you will get results. And I just can't wait to see how you guys get on throughout this challenge. So next video is how to sign up clients. The vast majority of people I've coached over the years have never been on a sales call before. So I have to teach them a simple step-by-step -step meeting strategy that they can understand and implement without any experience. Now, am I saying this is gonna be easy for you? Absolutely not. Is this gonna be challenging? Yes. Are you gonna have to get out of the ball of comfort that you're in? Of course you are. That is the purpose of this challenge. Guys, I want you to stop making the excuses that you tell yourself every night as to why you can't actually get started. Now, the next video is actually gonna be a live stream hosted in our agency owners school group. There's a link in the description. It is free. You can join that community. There's gonna be a bunch of exclusive content going out in there over the course of this series. So make sure you join that. And we're gonna be diving into service delivery on that call for those of you that have already signed up clients. I'm gonna go through some strategies that you can use to get them the best results in the shortest amount of time possible. But I wanna add as a caveat, please make sure you are not burning clients. Don't dive into this without an idea of what service you're going to deliver. I do not want to see posts in that group. Oh, I just sign up a realtor. How do I get results for them? No, go out there and research how to get results for them first before you go ahead and sign them up. I'm not here to create this challenge in order for loads of people to go out there and start burning industries. So there's not the purpose and you'll get kicked out of the group if you do that. Now, the final part of that call will be a live Q&A. So you'll have the opportunity to ask me questions that you have about the challenge itself or about signing up clients or getting them results. Again, you can only access that live call if you join the free school community. So click link in the description 
to join that. Now, the final video we'll be releasing will be the results. We're gonna analyze all of the data from the live leaderboard, everybody that took part in the competition. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'll highlight that in a moment. And we'll be announcing five winners of exclusive prizes to everybody that took part in the competition itself. And we'll have some lessons off the back of the data that we read from the competition. Now, for those of you that haven't yet take, registered for the event itself, that want to take part in the challenge, go over to thefirstclientchallenge.com. That is thefirstclientchallenge.com. We'll put it on screen somewhere here. Make sure you watch the video on the landing page to get an understanding of the rules and the mechanics of the competition itself because you will be submitting your daily sales numbers and it's also very important to note that the competition does not start today at the release of this video it actually starts on monday the 13th of november okay so when the second video is released and it'll finish on thursday the 23rd at midnight allowing time for us to create the results video for a release on Friday the 24th. So again, the competition doesn't start until Monday the 13th of November, which gives you guys enough time to go over to thefirstclientchallenge.com, register for the challenge itself, read the rules, complete the homework. That's really important. You need to make sure you've got your agency foundations in place so you've got maximum time in order for you to go out there and take part in the challenge yourself. Okay, let's dive in to the first learning section of this series, going into your agency foundations. Now, in order for us to dive into the nitty gritty of the education for this series, so you guys can go out there and implement, I've already spent the last couple of hours creating a brand new agency from scratch, okay? I've chosen a name, I've designed a logo, I've picked a niche, I've selected the ICP, I've done some research on the local market, and I have written an offer statement and created a website. So I've got all the foundations laid for a dummy agency that I'm gonna be using as an example as we go through this entire series. So as I'm teaching everything to you guys, I'm gonna be doing it through the context of this new agency, and you need to go out there and apply it to the context of your specific agency. Okay, allow me to present you with Inc. Media. This is an agency based in Virginia in the USA. Let's just pretend for a moment that I am based in Virginia. It's very important that you start your agency in your local area, okay? Because locality is your in with business owners that you've never met before. It's very important you start a local business, a local agency. The niche is going to be tattoo removal. The reason I've chosen tattoo removal is because I don't know any agencies in tattoo removal. And then it shows very easily who is actually copying the niche that we have picked here. Do not do that, guys. Have some originality. The series that I put out for Renault Reach when I started another agency from scratch in August in the kitchen and bathroom showroom niche, everybody and their aunt suddenly started an agency in that industry. And what's happened? The industry has been burned. Too many people are getting cold called. Too many people are getting emails. Too many people are running ads. The ads aren't working as well. That industry is really struggling right now because everybody had no originality. Not everybody, but a select group of people had no originality and copied everything that I did in that Renault Reach series. Do not do that. Tattoo removal. I don't know any agency owners in that industry. So if I see you inside of the free community saying that your niche is tattoo removal, it's going to be blatantly obvious that you copied. I'm going to cringe my balls off. Probably everyone else will. I might even call you out in there as well. Have some originality, guys. Okay, Pick a niche that resonates with you. Do not copy what I'm going through here in this video. Okay, I've picked this with a purpose. Okay, so pick something that resonates with you. So how do we identify what is a good niche? How can you actually pick one? Well, let's just say your service is Facebook ads. Okay, so you're offering a lead generation service. Broadly, everybody needs that service, but you want to be going for 
Companies that are B2C, business to consumer, they're selling direct to consumers, not B2B, which is business to business. Broadly speaking, it is harder to target business owners on Facebook. It does take a bit more of an advanced mind and more of an advanced marketer. So if you're a beginner, stick to B2C industries. And you want it to be an industry that allows you to cater to a broad spectrum of people, okay? So home improvements, health, fitness, food, um, high ticket food, uh, etc. Okay, professional services. Go onto Google and literally have a look at a list of all of the all of the businesses in your local area, and it will start to give you some ideas. It will start to tick over by looking at those and getting an idea. It's always wise to research your local area because a niche normally will stand out to you based on that. And you don't have to just pick one niche and stick to that. You can pick free niches when you're first starting out and start working with a bunch of them, see which one you enjoy working with the most, and then hone down later. But it is generally important that at some point within your agency, you niche down into one specific industry because then you're going to be able to monopolize that industry and you're going to have a lot more sales weight versus an agency that is broad and is working with everyone okay for example if i'm reaching out to tattoo removal clinics my name is ink media and i specialize in tattoo businesses okay i'm probably going to be able to outsell you who is jordan media who's trying to sell to everyone in iran okay so those are the simple foundations that were built here Let's dive into the ICP, which is your ideal customer profile. So broadly speaking, an ICP is an overview of all the attributes um, of the kind of customer, your ideal customer that you're trying to target in your business. So things like company size, their revenue, what the lifetime value of a customer is, uh, who the decision maker is, what pain points they have, what business goals they have, and any potential bottlenecks as well. It's kind of relevant information to an agency owner. You can go a bit deeper with this if you like. So here, like company size, we're looking for people with two to 10 employees plus. One man band tattoo removal clinics probably not going to be making a lot of money and so they therefore won't be able to afford us. Some of you guys will be working in industry, let's say law firms, for example. You can have a one man band law firm, uh, law firm owner, lawyer, lawyer, that'll be able to afford your service, okay? Revenue-wise, minimum 10 to 20K plus, okay, this will fluctuate between businesses. So when you actually start speaking to that niche, you'll get a better idea as to what revenue you need to be at based on their profit margins and whether they can afford you. Lifetime value is the amount of money that a customer will spend over their lifetime. It's something I don't yet know with tattoo removal clinics, but it's something I'll write down as soon as I do. Uh, decision makers, so they want to be owners, founders, or managing directors. And the pain points are they have high, in, they need high intent lead flow. They need good branding and a good website if they're going to stand out from their competitors. And of course, they need a really good reputation and reviews online. Okay, their goals will be delivering a good service, of course, making money as all business owners want to. And their bottlenecks for this industry will be capacity limits. So tattoo removal clinics, okay, well, they're going to be limited to the amount of seats that they have in the room and whether or not they have the desire to get more seats and hire more people. They might have a hiring bottleneck. And some of them will be one-man bands as well, and therefore we're not really making enough money to warrant paying for our service or paying anything more than $500 per month, for example. So this is the ICP. Now, I want you to take these things in bold here and write them down for your individual niche. Do some research yourself. You can also use ChatGPT to give you some prompts and an understanding of an industry as well. But it's really important you don't just blindly pick a niche without researching it. Research that niche. Understand what the customer actually looks like. This is going to paint you a a better picture and make you a better salesperson when it actually comes to speaking to them as well. The final thing that we've got here is our offer, okay? So your offer is not 
what your service is. Your offer is what your service does. It's what it means to your customer. It's a quantifiable result that your service is actually going to get. So here we've got, we connect tattoo removal clinics with local clients ready for change. That is what I call an NSVP, which is a niche specific value proposition, okay? So it's niche specific for tattoo removal clinics and the value proposition is we're gonna connect them with local clients ready for change, okay, AKA getting rid of the tattoo. Now, the actual offer itself, the result is get 10 new consultations within 30 days or you don't pay. So what we're doing here is we're offering a very specific result that the client can expect. And this is what we call a risk reversal. And so if we don't get this result, you don't have to pay us. So I'm gonna give you a formula for writing an offer. I can literally dive into this for hours and hours just on this one specific topic we do inside of our academy. Um, <laughs> but I wanna make sure we get all the information across to you guys. So a basic offer for you to target, and I've got some YouTube videos on this as well if you wanna go into this in more detail, um, is specific result plus specific time frame plus risk reversal. Okay, and that specific result needs to be realistic and achievable. And when you're first starting out, you're not really gonna know what is realistic or achievable. So if you, if in doubt, just say five, okay? And you don't really wanna promise five new customers, you want to promise the intent of customers. So that might be five new leads, that might be five new appointments, that might be five new consultations. It's the precursor to customers, okay? As you get more established within your agency, when you start working with that niche, you're gonna understand the specific result that you can guarantee for that client and predictably get over and over again. So your offer will actually grow over time. This might be get 10 new paying clients within 14 days or you don't pay, for example. This might be 14 days paid on results, okay? Because you're that confident in delivering a service. You don't wanna get stuck in the nitty gritty in the weeds of over-promising and under-delivering when you're first starting out. The key to a good offer, especially in the early stages and all stages of your agency, is that you under-promise and over-deliver to your clients. That is the key. So a specific result within a specific time frame, usually 30 days, plus a risk reversal. It doesn't have to be all you don't pay, that could be paid on results, that can be on a performance basis, etc. Okay, but broadly speaking, for you guys, you're going to be charging fixed monthly retainers when you're first starting out. Okay, so a fixed monthly retainer of anything from as low as $400 up to $1,000. You guys really do not want to be charging $1,000 plus for your first client. You're simply just not going to be able to sign them up with no experience. You're not going to speak with much conviction on your sales calls. And so the most valuable thing when you're first starting out more than this money is a case study. It's getting a client results and being able to leverage those clients' results to sign up more business. And so if you're having a conversation with a business owner and you pitch them on $500 a month, for example, for your service, and they're kind of, they, you just can't build the trust. You've got no case studies you can show them. You've told them maybe even that you're, you're first starting out and this would be your first client. Some of you will wanna be transparent like that. And, and it does work in many cases, but it's still, you just can't get them over the line. Then you might wanna say, do you know what? Look, I completely understand your position. And what I'll actually do here is what about if I work for you for free for the first two weeks? What about if I prove to you that I can get you results? And then when I get you this specific result, when I get you five consultations, then you pay me that $500. So you'll actually pay me only if I get you results. How about that? Okay, then you've got a client signed up because they're much more likely to say yes when there's no risk involved. All they're gonna pay is the ad spend and you're still gonna pay, get paid if you get them results. And even if you don't, 
Okay, let's just say hypothetically you don't get the results, and you will, but if you don't get the results, then you've still gained experience. You're gonna have more conviction when you're speaking to the next business owner because you understand what it takes to get them results, and you're gonna be able to apply that to the next client that you sign up and get better results next time around. So every bit of experience that we gain is more valuable than any amount of money we could be paid in those early stages. And I know you guys, many of you guys want to earn money. That is the reason you're starting an agency. Trust me, do not chase the cash chase results for your clients, chase case studies. And those case studies will give you an infinite amount of money that you can leverage later down the line. You can charge whatever you want to your clients when you know that you can deliver a great service. So do not be blinded by the retainer in the early stages. And I'm going to be cementing this as we go throughout the various stages um, of building an agency. It's kind of not even really relevant to this list and we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But you're going to be charging fixed monthly retainers and the client will pay the ad spend. Okay, And the ad spend itself in fact, I'm just going to add this into a, into a price section. I suppose this does come under agency foundations after all. So let's, I want to make sure that you guys have got this information and you understand this thoroughly. And if you do have any questions, feel free to drop them down below. Uh, actually, more importantly, drop them into our agency owners community and we will be able to help as much as we can. Um, so uh, 400 uh, to, to 1,000 monthly retainers, ad spend gets paid directly by the client, okay? So you're gonna set up the client's bank account card on Facebook directly, okay? So they're gonna be charged by Facebook directly for the ad spend, but it needs to be 100% equivalent of retainer, okay? It needs to be 100% equivalent of retainer. What do I mean by that? If you're charging $400 for your retainer, you need to spend $400 ad spend. If you're charging $1,000 for your retainer, you need to charge $1,000 for your ad spend, okay? This is really important, or more, okay? So 100% plus. If you've got a client that's agreed to a $1,000 ad spend with a $400 retainer, that's fine. The larger the ad spend in contrast to the retainer, the easier it is to get the client's results. If you're spending, let's say, $200 with a $400 retainer, you need to double the client's money. You need to get them two times return on investment before you even break even. Okay, actually more than that because they're spending 600 total. You need to triple their return on investment for they, before they even break even on their spend. So the more you can get them to spend on ads, the better. Never, ever, ever, ever accept less than 100% equivalent ad spend. If you can't, simply can't afford it, lower your retainer. That is really key, guys. Okay, and I'm just going to add here, don't be afraid to, to offer pay on results. Now, the final thing I will say about pay on results, which is effectively a free trial, buttered up. There's a bunch of other people on YouTube talking about various other models, which are really just buttered up Trojan horse versions of a free trial. Pay on results is better for positioning. So you always want to say it on that basis. Don't offer this on the front end. It could be very tempting. You might think that it makes sense for you to call up a bunch of local businesses and say, hey, I just started an agency and I actually want to offer this service for free for you guys to get a great case study from you, etc. That is going to be really poor positioning. It's going to put you on the back foot. A pay on results basis or effectively a free trial only wants to be offered as a last resort. It wants to feel like it is a favor, okay? Like it is something you're only offering uniquely to this individual because you know that you can get them great results, okay? It's a look. I understand your position, but I really want to work with you guys. I know this will work for you and we're going to have a very long lasting relationship and you're going to be paying me thousands in a couple of months time. Let me prove this can work for you guys. Give me 30 days. Give me 14 days. Let me show you the results that we can generate. And if I don't generate you at least X new appointments, that specific result or consultations or new leads, etc., then 
you don't have to pay me. But if I do, then you're going to pay me X. Okay, so it's a pay on results basis, use as a last resort, like this kind of secret weapon that we've kind of got and upholstered behind us, right? Don't just be tempted to offer it on the front end. It's not going to be good positioning for you and it just won't work in the way that you think it will. Okay, so there's our foundations, guys. That's what we're going to be laying here. Um, we've got our agency name, our brand, etc. And just one thing to highlight on the branding side of things, like I've been in graphic design for a very long time. Now it's easy for me to rustle up something like this. It's actually just a font that I found online. Uh, I created a website as well. This is a simple landing page that I replicated from the Renault Reach series. So you can go ahead and take inspiration from this. Don't directly copy. Again, every time I release a video like this, it just seems that everybody just starts directly copying exactly what I'm doing. You've got to remember, guys, if there's tens if not hundreds of other people getting involved in this challenge right now and you've all got the same website is that going to look fishy to people that you're reaching out to who are they going to say yes to the person who's got the exact same website the exact same email and the exact same name as everybody else or the person that's unique and has got a unique flair on their agency and has actually just fought creatively so take inspiration from these sections do not directly copy so the website that we've got here, we've got Ink Media, we've got simple, relevant imagery behind it. We're taking from pexels.com, which is a uh, stock, a free stock image. We have our NSVP at the top. We connect tattoo removal clinics with local clients. We our call to action, get more clients. We've got a simple who are we section. We have a simple process section. And then we have a call to action, okay, a, a form that they can fill in to, to give us their information. If you click this button at the top, it will open up the same form. Get 10 new consultations in 30 days or you don't pay. Full name, website, email, phone number. They, they click that. It's going to take them through to a simple thank you page. You don't need anything more complicated than this when you're first starting out. I actually built this on Go High Level, which is an all-in-one agency platform. You can go ahead and use the same platform to create your agency website. It's got a bunch of different templates that you can use in order for you to do that. You could also go ahead and create a website on something like Wix or Squarespace if you would prefer to as well. But I would recommend using High Level. I'll put a link in the description. I don't care whether you do or you don't, but it'll make your life easier when it comes to actually selling in your agency because it also is a CRM system, a pipeline management system, and you can use it for various automations and so on, and also for delivering results for your clients. So I would recommend checking that out. Uh, and yeah, I've got various other videos on my channel if you want to uh, see more in-depth information there. So let's dive into, I'm aware of time, let's dive into lead generation. I want us to go into how to actually generate a list of leads based on the specific ICP that we have here on this notion board. In fact, let me just, do we need to open them up at the same time? No, I don't believe so. But I'm gonna open up another tab here or just add another section here called lead generation and just go through some specific tenets, um, some specific rules kind of when it comes to lead generation for your agency. It's very important to understand, first of all, that tools and software are not the end solution, okay? They are the easy route, okay? And the path of least resistance is the path that the majority of people will always take. It's very important to know. Tools and software will give you an infinite amount of leads, very easy with a click of a finger, relatively little effort, okay? And I'm gonna show you the best software that I use and I recommend to you guys to generate leads. But the way that I first started my agency and the way most agencies get the best results is through manual lead generation, okay? It's still very important. Manual lead generation, this is the simple act of seeing or finding clients' websites. And in fact, I'll just do this for you right now so you can get an idea of what I mean. Let's say we're doing tattoo removal clinics, Virginia, okay? And we're going on maps. Okay, Google Maps is the best place to actually find this. Okay, so in fact, let's just do Richmond, uh, Virginia. 
I always recommend doing it city by city. It lets you find more. Okay, so here we've got a list of various different tattoo removal clinics. So if I go on one of these and actually go on the website, have they got a website called East Coast Laser Removal? Site not available. Okay, that's not a good example. Regretful Heart. What have we got here? Regretfulheart.com. Meet us. Okay, so we've got a meet the team page here. We've got Jesse. So Jessica Sebastian is the owner of this tattoo removal clinic. So now what we want to do is we want to go to Google Sheets and we're going to create ourselves a spreadsheet. And this is what we call a lead list. Okay. And on here, we're going to have relevant information. So we're going to have company name. We're going to have decision maker. We're going to have job title. We're going to have location. And we're going to have phone number, email address. And we might have social links. We might have Facebook page. We might have LinkedIn page. And we're going to have notes. And there are going to be other sections that we're going to add on to here that will come on to in future lessons. For example, we will add cold calling, emails and DMs so we can note, we can keep a log of the last time we actually contacted these individuals. So this is the basic information here. If I think of anything else, I will add it as we progress. So all we would simply do is we go on to regretful laser hair. Okay, so regretful heart. So we've got regretful heart laser. We've got Jessica Sebastian. She's the owner. This is in Richmond. Yeah. Phone number. Can we find one? Contact us. We've got a phone number there, so we can put that in. And then have we got an email address? There you go. Jesse at regretfulheart.com. Simple. Okay. Now we can go ahead and find a Facebook page, LinkedIn profile, etc. So this is manual lead generation. This is the way that I generated leads when I first started my agency, okay? Um, and I did this for literally my first probably thousand leads in the initial stages before I could afford to actually pay people to do it. This is how you're going to get the most relevant up-to-date information for leads. Now there is a quick way in order for you to get the same information that is using scraping tools like Lead Swift, okay? So I'm going to show you a tool now called Lead Swift, which is a lead generation tool which enables you to pull data directly from places like Google, Yelp, Facebook, and Yellow Pages. So what this does is it essentially runs the Google search for you on your behalf and scrapes a massive list of business names and also tries to find decision makers as well on various platforms like LinkedIn, for example. And I've actually done a couple of searches on here. When you create an account and it's super cheap, there's a link in the description. There's a coupon code Platin. I think it'll give you like 20% off. So this tool is really easy to use when you create an account and they'll put a link in the description so you can access it. Literally costs as much as one dinner out and you can literally export hundreds of thousands of leads. I wish I had this when I first started out. Uh, all you need to do is go over to campaigns and you enter a keyword. So for example, let's say we're doing tattoo removal service, okay, or tattoo shop, or this might be accounting firms, etc. in a specific location. Okay, so I recommend doing this city by city. So we do Richmond VA, for example, and hit search. It's going to do all the work for us. It's essentially going to do all that manual work that we just did and try and find business owners details. And then we've got a bunch of lists that I already generated earlier. It can take up to half an hour to generate those lists. So I did it earlier anyway. So uh, we have it ready for when we're creating this video. So if we, let's say we've got Arlington in Virginia. We've got 86 companies here on this list. If I click on that list, you can see here's a bunch of all these different companies. Some of them are duplicated. They've got multiple locations, etc. We also have various contacts, okay? So different email addresses for these locations as well. Now, we can filter these lists based on a bunch of different information. We can filter it based on whether they've got a Facebook profile, whether they have an email address, okay? If they're 
is a YouTube or an Instagram, whether they're running Facebook ads right now, okay? So this is all relevant, or even if they've got a website not working at the moment, okay? So if you're a web development agency, you can filter by that. So all this relevant information. Now, what I recommend you doing is you actually go onto here and you hit export. We're gonna take a big, large list and we're gonna include database contacts here. And we're gonna export as a CSV. And we're gonna export one contact per row, okay? And we're gonna hit export. We're gonna hit yes. And then we're gonna hit continue, okay? And this is gonna create this export list for us. This is gonna be a very large and probably messy list of leads, but it's gonna save us hours and hours and hours when it comes to lead generation. And there is still gonna be some manual work here that we're gonna to wanna to put in, okay? So let me just open that up. So this is the list in Arlington of all the companies that we've got. On this list, we've got 84, and you can see this new tab means that these leads haven't been exported before on LeadSwift. Okay, so we've got the name of the business, we've got the address, we've got the website, we've got the phone number, email, first name, um, and, and so on of the, the business owner. And then we have Facebook URL, etc. We're gonna have to blur this information on screen. We actually recently got a video taken down by Facebook for having confidential information out there uh, for various leads. So apologies, we're gonna have to blur this information so you won't be able to see it. But what you will want to now do is go through this list and simply clean it up. So here we've got a duplicate. We would delete that there. This company, we have multiple locations for, and also no decision maker found. Okay, so let's just get rid of a couple of those. Now, what we typically want to do here is now go and try and find the, the business owner manually for this business, uh, but we're not gonna do that yet. You wanna clean up your list first, so just do everything in order. So we're just going through and we're just cleaning it up, getting rid of anything that's got multiple the businesses, multiple records for the exact same company, prioritizing decision makers, okay? Wanna prioritize decision makers always, okay? So if you've got an info at email address, that's never gonna be as good as a Chris at email address, for example. That being said, sometimes, and for the majority of small businesses, you're only gonna be able to find a contact at or an info at email address. That is absolutely fine as long as you have the business owner's name that you can then use to address the company, okay? It doesn't matter if you send it to info at Cosmetics Skin Institute, if you're still addressing it by Jason, okay? That's a made up contact, by the way. But yeah, you get the idea. So we're gonna go through and we're gonna clean this list. We're gonna go and actually filter through all this information. Still saving hours of time, but we do have to invest some time into this. Then what you're gonna do is for every single contact where you don't have a decision maker's name, where you don't have a decision maker's details, which is quite a lot of these in this case, what you're gonna do is you're gonna manually click through, go onto the websites and find that information yourself. So for example, we're going here, we're going to Vanish Laser Clinic. We couldn't find any details. If we go on here, we might be able to find the details from the website, okay? So Vanish Laser Clinic, and where are they? They're in Virginia. Let's type in Vanish Laser Clinic Virginia owner. Here you go. I think I found them. We've got a business directory here. You'd be surprised at the information you can just find online by a quick Google search. Yeah. So this is Vanish Laser Clinic, Alexandria in Virginia. And the key principal here, which is the owner, is James Atkin. Okay, so we've got James Atkin, and he's the co-founder of the business. So then we simply go back over to our lead list, and we go over to first name, go James Atkin. Cool. And it's as simple as that.
And we're going to do that for absolutely all of these leads until we've qualified as many of them as we possibly can. And of course, some of them you won't be able to find a business owner's details, but at least you have gone through and you have qualified as many as you can. Now, let me run you through why it is important that you have this import this manual lead generation step, especially when you're starting off local. The majority of people will just rely on software and the leads that software will find. In this instance, probably, let's say 10% of companies has actually found a business owner's details for. So if we just disregarded 90% of these businesses, there's like, what, 60, 70 companies there that we wouldn't have outreached to because we were too lazy to spend the time to just look for the business owner's details in a five-minute or two-minute Google search. So go through the effort to go and find the business owner's details. That is how you're going to be able to reach out to leads that aren't getting hammered by other agency owners day in, day out. Because the truth is, most people are lazy. Some of you watching this right now, you'll delete all the rest of the leads on that list. You'll just try and go for the low-hanging fruit, but your conversion rate won't be the same. And the leaderboard of the competition will show that as well. You'll see the people. And when I reach out to those winners and when I reach out to the people that have got the best results, you can almost guarantee that those people did some kind of manual lead generation as well. So that's the process you're going to be going through using a tool like LeadSwift. That's what I would recommend. The pricing model is super, super cheap. Again, there's a link in the description. I don't care if you do use LeadSwift, but this is literally the, the easiest and cheapest solution right now. You can do five searches a day for $40 a month, or you just do one search a day for $20 a month. And that search is an infinite amount of leads, okay, depending on what you're actually searching. You need to make sure that you're you're doing it for a large enough lead pause. So that is how you use Lead Swift to generate hundreds of leads that you're going to use during this challenge. Make sure you have that manual lead generation in there as well so you have that competitive edge over your lazy competitors. To be honest though, it doesn't matter to me what software you use whilst Lead Swift is the lowest cost and the most efficient on the market right now. There are other tools out there like Apollo, for example. Now Apollo is a LinkedIn-based searching tool. It effectively will only give you the results for companies Companies on LinkedIn does make it a lot easier for you to find business owners. You can export a large list of business owners very, very quickly with Apollo, but you are going to discount 90% of the leads that you haven't then gone and made the effort to do manual lead generation for. And it makes it very hard for you to actually identify which those leads actually are. So broadly speaking, you're better off using a tool like LeadSwift that searches and trawls the net for Google, still gives you a list of companies that it can't find business owners details for. So you can go ahead and do manual lead gen as well. And the final thing I want I go through in this video today before we cut off are some numbers because you guys are going to have to generate some leads before the next video before the competition starts whether you do that over the weekend or you do it during the competition itself you need to know how many leads you're actually going to need we're going to go through specific kpis in the outreach lesson broadly speaking depending on how much time you're investing into this you're going to be reaching out to between 10 and 100 leads per day during this challenge, okay? 100 leads easily if you are dedicating 100% of your time into this. 10 leads a day if you're really kind of half-assing it and you're spending like an hour or two a day on the challenge itself. But again, your input is going to be directly correlated to your output. Put in the maximum amount of time, maximum effort here for 10 days. Go all in. So you're going to need anything from 100 leads to 1,000 leads during this process, okay? That will take you anything from two to four hours to generate all the way through to maybe even a full day uh, or two days for you to generate those leads. So just be mindful of that, depending on the tool you use, depending if you do manual lead generation as well, which you absolutely should do. This is the benchmark in order for you to work towards over the weekend or until the competition starts. 
Those I would recommend to you guys for you to go out there and actually generate the leads ahead of time so you can just focus your effort on sales outreach when it comes to the challenge. Although some of you guys will want to do it on a kind of an ad hoc basis. So you want to do your outreach in the morning and then do lead generation in the afternoon, for example. It doesn't really matter which way you do it. I like to be prepared ahead of time in order to get everything out of the way so I can just, just focus on sales. So guys, do not miss out on this opportunity. I simply will not be doing this again. And I actually mean that. It took a lot of work to build this infrastructure. And I'm also conscious I don't want to flood the market with too many new agency owners. And so this truly is a one-time challenge. Don't just sit back from the sidelines, refreshing that leaderboard every day, watching other people sign up clients, watching other people secure meetings, because that could be you. If you put yourself in a position over the next 10 days, to be uncomfortable and finally take action on your agency. One final thing, it's painful to see how many people watch my videos that aren't actually subscribed. Myself and the team have put in so much effort to put this content out for the benefit of you guys. So smash the subscribe button for me and turn your notification bell on so you get notified when new episodes are released and I'll see you all soon. Cheers.